You are listening to High Shelf Gaming. This is a show where we talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions. If this is what you're looking for, please keep listening. You can always find us on our website, Facebook group, Facebook page. We're on Twitter and Twitch and Discord, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to join the community, and we look forward to meeting you. Hey everyone, David Gillespie here with High Shelf Gaming, and as always, I'm joined by the Jabberwock, Rich Wisniewski. Dude, are there Jabberwockies in Minecraft? <laughs> I don't Is that so. why you're bringing this up? Because you know I've been on this like Minecraft kick and I have like a claw of a hand now from my keyboard? Oh God. <laughs> is that, is this why you're, is no. there Jabberwockies? Am I going to find some Jabberwockies? I wish. No, you need to find the Vorpal something or another in Minecraft so that there can then be a Jabberwock. I think those are things you should get added into the game. I I think a Jabberwock should be there, and I found a polar bear. Ooh, yeah. I did. It killed me, but I found one. I'll bet it did. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad glad the polar bear did what polar bears do, and that is kill rich. I was (laughs) trying to hit it with a piece of meat, and it didn't work out very well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of counterintuitive that way. Um, and joining us tonight is a good buddy of mine from Twitter, Diana from Femsplain Podcast. Diana, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for Hi, having Diana. me. Hi, Diana. Yeah. Hey. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited to have you. So just by way of introduction, what, what are... What are your gamer? What kind of games do you like? What, what's your what's your history with gaming? What's your, what's uh, your yes, gamer my credentials. Yes, yes, yes. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, <laughs> don't 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 feed her what you want her to say. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Was that a summoning spell? Was that, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> is that my outside voice? <laughs> So actually, what's interesting is I, I'm more of a D and D person as of late yes. because uh, it's just it's what is in the popular sphere right now. But I am a longtime gamer, starting with the World of Darkness. Yes, White Wolf. Yes, son of a biscuit! Yes. I can't believe you said that. I'm going to hear this all weekend. That's all I'm going to hear. Dude, Rich, everybody's playing Vampire and White Wolf, bro. Yes. That Who makes is... that game? Who makes those games? <laughs> White Wolf. Is White it? White Wolf. Oh, White Wolf. They make Vampire White the Masquerade. Yeah. And don't the they make a wolf game too? Oh, don't they make Werewolf a wolf Werewolf the Apocalypse. There we Changeling go. the Lost. Damn. Yes. Wraith the Oblivion. Wraith the Oblivion. stories. Aberrant. And, <laughs> and the, story, the storyteller system is what they use and is my favorite system yes. of all time. Because yes. I am a, a story-driven type of GM and character driven and lore heavy and oh yeah uh, that's that's kind of my my shtick. Have you heard so, of Legend Keeper? Oh, yeah. I have not. No, oh well, oh. <laughs> that, actually, actually, that episode will come out tonight or tomorrow, so uh, oh, we'll okay, get to great. talk about that. But but yeah, so you're right after my own heart because that is where I got my start, and I've been badgering Rich for like two years. We need to do a White Wolf story. We need to do a White Wolf episode, and we yeah. finally, I finally found a friend, Mike. We did our vampire episode, but. Diana, if you ever want to come back and talk White Wolf with us. Oh, yeah. If we're not yeah. careful, this is going to turn into a White <laughs> yes, Wolf done. fest. Yes. Right now, right now, I have a, a, a stream on Tuesday nights where I run a game set in Neverland because I'm also very obsessed with Peter Pan and J.M. Yes. Barry and that whole world. Uh, um, no way. How and cool is that? Is, it is a fifth edition game. Yeah, D&D, baby. Because... 
you know, that's what everybody knows system wise. Sure. Uh, but I sort of kind of used it as an excuse to sneak a game of Changeling by a, everyone's radar. I was about to say, like, <laughs> like Neverland and Changeling are like simpatico and there's yeah. no way you, you would avoid pulling some great inspiration out of Changeling into. Exactly. That is that's awesome. kind of what I did. <laughs> See, I'm the same way. I always pull stuff that I learn from White Wolf into my D&D games. And players are like, David, this is so amazing. It's like, yeah, this is like normal, everyday White Wolf kids. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Man, I really got to learn. That's right. That's right. I really gotta- loved Al Pacino in Sapatico. I was going to say, you really loved Al Pacino in Werewolf the Apocalypse. <laughs> That's right. Sapatico. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So you got started in White Wolf and now you're doing the D&D stuff, but really you're focused on role playing games, right? Uh, do you um, do any board gaming? I run uh, tabletop gaming events for oh a convention gosh. called COGS. It's a you. steampunk convention. And our big convention is in May, but we have quarterly gaming specific conventions. And uh, so I run those tabletop gaming events where we have tons of board games. Well, where was this May event? Where, where yeah, what is yeah. it, and where is it at? We're we're primarily located in the tri-state area. Jersey is where mo- our big event happens. Yeah, but some of our gaming events will happen in oh. New York, Pennsylvania. I'm moving into that tri-state area. I think I need to find this con. What's the name of the con again? <laughs> COGS, it stands for the Community Organized Gathering of Steampunks. And COGS, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for mentioning those states because those of us in Dallas, Texas, have no idea what the tri state (laughs) is. You're like, what is a tri state? I just know one state. state. There's only the one. (laughs) So. So yeah, we we move our small gaming events around a little bit to accommodate some of our players that come from everywhere, but sure. uh, but we're really local to New Jersey. That is awesome. Oh, that is so cool. Oh man. All right. So one, <laughs> you're making me really happy that I'm moving into a heavily populated area for gamers. Oh yeah. Super excited for that. No, no. I was just going to say, it's really cool that you are so involved in the gaming scene. Like, I kind of met you through your D&D stuff and your awesome TikTok videos, which, (laughs) folks, I don't like TikTok, but I do like Diana's TikTok. All right. So it is worth it. If if nothing else, follow Diana for the TikTok videos. They're so good. Yeah. And like, I I only post the premium TikToks to Twitter. So you're not seeing, you're not seeing my trash that tanks. Dave, TikTok is the slap, just to let you know. No, like, okay, she has this awesome video, just to spoil it, you have this awesome video about map making. (gasps) Yeah. And it's so freaking good. And it's like- to know about Legend Keeper. Well, okay, yeah, we'll get in, yeah, maybe offline we'll talk about Legend Keeper, but your map making technique is like- Easy peasy. Everybody should do it if you're not like a hardcore map cartographer person. Do you know, I have to thank TikTok for this because I've been sharing that map tutorial in different forms since I think 2005 Tumblr. And Ooh. it always like gets a couple of views. People go, cool. And then forget that it has ever happened. And then for some reason this time it went uh, and, and got picked up. And so it's, it's been nice. Cause uh, now I have a little gaggle of children that I don't know how to entertain. So I've been forced to, <laughs> to try to, to do that. And it's, it's been fun. 
That's great. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. So yeah, obviously you're heavily vested and are super active and you're doing all kinds of cool stuff with your podcast and your Tuesday night Peter Pan game and all the other cool things that you're up to. But tonight, <laughs> what are we talking about? Tonight, we're talking about Mordheim, which is a game that I want people to be playing more so badly. Yes, Um, it is. Oh, man. Okay, Mordheim is Well, there's some limitations on people playing this one. I don't know. I don't know. Talk about it. The rules are free. The rules are free. But yeah, it is one of those games that like, I played a lot of Necromunda. Back in the day. And Mordheim is kind of in that same vein of like, it's a games workshop game mm-hmm. and yeah. you can get into it. And it just is so neat and like much Perfect. smaller scale than the other games workshops games. So I just love it for that. Well, right. So so here's here's what I'll tell you a little background for this for me, because I was always an RPG girl, uh, always uh, into the White Wolf and World of Darkness games mm-hmm. uh, growing up. In my 20s, I wound up in a group of friends that didn't really play those games that often and were heavily into Warhammer 40K and Warhammer Fantasy. So, it, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, I lived and breathed around these people and I wanted to get my gaming fix but the games that they played were War games. totally unaccept- uh, unaccessible to me they yeah. were too costly i oh, yeah. cannot i cannot keep it up for 8 hours to play uh one session of a game i just can't do it i've never yeah. been able to do that you, you spend like hundreds of dollars hours and hours painting this crap and then like 4 hours later and it's like Oop, I won and I was starting to win from the first round and I won at the end and it's like, uh, like I, yeah, we haven't talked about 40 K and we haven't talked about Warhammer on the show for that reason is that they, they fit a very specific audience and yeah. that that is not me and that is not rich like oh no I, no I, no eight hour games for me bro yeah no i like i get the war game thing i think it's great i love the people th- that do it and sink their teeth into it but war games is not our jam and so right. when you said mordheim i was like ooh okay there's a yeah. story here cuz you don't find mordheim unless you're entrenched with war gaming people you really don't and there's a couple of reasons for that the first, obviously, being that they discontinued publishing new copies yes. of the book a while back. So so it's harder to find. But right. it was still pretty popularly available among people who are hobbyists in the gaming community. Then, a couple years ago, they released a super successful and really awesome, I totally recommend that people check it out, video game, computer game version of Mordheim. Yeah. That's totally great, but because it has the same name... If you Google and try to find Mordheim, you are never going to find these books. You're going to only find the dialogue and wikis and tutorials and stuff for this video game. I heard they quit selling even the PDF version of the book. Did but the rumor is that it's because they're working on revamping it. Oh, I, I choose to believe. I I, choose, uh, I like that rumor entirely. Yeah. So yeah. I f- I found the rules for free 
on yeah. fan sites. So, so folks, we will link to the real description of Mordheim, not the video game. Coreheim. And, and uh, yeah, Core Mordheim. Um, and then uh, we will also link to free set of the rules you can download. So there's all these fan sites. Yeah that have the rules and you can get them. And so you can get the rules for free. And there's even tabletop simulator maps for Mordheim. Uh, So like we use tabletop simulator all the time and uh, you can, you can load Mordheim into that and play it in there for sure. Absolutely. And so like the minis, so the the minis you ask well yeah, how long I, are they to get <laughs> not at all so here's so here's my my favorite part because well one of my favorite parts everything's my favorite whatever <laughs> so with Warhammer Fantasy you have even though the games themselves are really inaccessible to new players because of the size the cost and right. the time investment right yeah you go into the game shop and it's in a special area everything is so expensive (laughs) yeah yeah but there is a lot of juicy lore buried under layers of uh you know hours and time and and money yes Um, yeah the grim dark like thing they got going is so nice i'm sorry i'm not trying to cut you off i'm just trying to like say yes i agree completely the lore is so good so the lore exists there and so what mordheim does takes it boils it down and now puts it so so in Mordheim, you know, in, in Warhammer Fantasy there's this big galactic, you know, war going on and you are playing these big giant armies of fantasy races fighting each other. In Mordheim, you're playing a small band of rogue uh, scavengers going through <laughs> space and trying to pick up the trash left behind by these big battles. Yes. So you are a group of maybe 10 to 15 gathering yeah. shields people just picking up bits of wordstone, bits of uh, you know, treasure and 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 random items. I already and- I love the premise <laughs> of this. It's like, look, yeah. there's this game where it's the frontline armies. And then there's a second game where it's like, no, no, no. These are all the rejects. These are all the people that got left behind and are still like surviving. And they've they've cobbled together. (laughs) Existence. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other part that I really like as an RPG person is that there is a campaign element to the game Warheim. Yeah. So your your warband levels, there can be permadeaths for your characters, there can be yes. permanent injuries for your yes. characters. There can be the white wolf is really skills. sinking in here. Yeah, absolutely. Um there's like a, even a cool element where you can like go to a witch doctor if you have a permanent injury and roll on a table to see if she cures you or kills what? you. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy things. There's good elements like random happenings where you're in a skirmish with another warband and at the top of the round you roll and like a giant pit opens up in the ground and swallows up four of your guys. You know, like you there's it's such a good and fun and weird, weird game. And it all ties in and utilizes the lore consistent with the 
Warhammer Fantasy Universe. So if you are a Warhammer Fantasy Universe and no one will play with you because no one has a million dollars, <laughs> you can take, you know, some of these guys and you can play and still enjoy that universe with some of your poor friends. Yeah, I want to say that like that's one of the things that really drew me to Necromunda because I was really into yeah. the 40k game, but Mordheim it does this exact same thing. It's like, look, you need to have six minis, 10 minis tops and and you're fine. You don't have to buy 50 and you don't have to paint, you know, like it just the cost of entry is so low and then the lore is so neat because like I was watching this one guy play with like orcs and he had these goblins where his front line. And if the goblins after the match, like normally at the end of a war Warhammer game or any war game, really at the end yeah. of the match, it's like, cool, I won and I go home and that's it. And then I come back tomorrow <laughs> and I have the same army. Nothing has changed with this game at the end of every match. It changes your, your little guys get wounded or they get buffed or whatever. And I love this. So there's so much fun story stuff. And all of the races have these, the, the orcs and goblins when they're together, whenever the goblins, whenever like uh, linemen can get yeah. like, like promoted, right. They get promoted and then they would be like important. So they wouldn't just be shock troops. The uh, goblin, no, can't, can't have that. Yeah. 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 So when the goblins get promoted, the orcs kill them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> you yeah. can't have an uppity goblin. And then yeah. so it's like for the orcish army player, it's like, please don't get promoted. Please don't get promoted. Please don't. Oh, right. God damn it. You were my best. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, he's dead. <laughs> yep. And then what's funny in that in that orc lineup, because that that can really mess you up a lot, because if you're if your goblin leader dies in your orc army and you have squigs, all your squigs now don't have a leader. So they yes. all go in a random direction and attack yes. whatever is nearest to them, oh, which could perfect. include your own people or yes. each other. Yes. Oh, I um, love it. The, the lore yeah. injection into the system of this game is so good. And it's just like, as a player, you kind of have to be thick skinned. You have to be ready to just roll with it. Because if you're one of those players that has to have everything optimized and everything's perfect, this is not your game. You need to be a flexible player because it's going to go weird on you. And yeah. that's the point. You can, you can min-max. There's a lot of, you know, people who are really good at min-maxing Mordheim warbands. Not me, uh, <laughs> because I like to be an agent of chaos, but yes, you can min-max, but at the same time, because of the way that the skirmishes change on a dime... Uh, mm. because of these random elements, you can't possibly be prepared for each thing in a balanced way. Right. So you have to be able to accept that, yeah, that guy that you leveled four times and who has all your best <laughs> weapons just got eaten by a tree. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, so it's so it's super interesting. It's it's super fun. And there's um there's the option to play it as just a one-time skirmish and the option to do a campaign with your friends and it's uh it's great for that. And then there are also, you know, there are also these additions and other you know, kind of add-on war bands like the witches were an add-ons, the Amazons were an add-on. Uh, you could play Skaven. You could play all the really 
cool Warhammer fantasy yeah. species. But um, as far as, oh, you asked about minis. So so the great thing about the minis is because this is from Warhammer Fantasy and not 40K, the you can use the Games Workshop packs because they come like 20 models worth to a pack. And you could just buy one and have your entire warband and a couple extras all set up. Oh, you don't feel tied to the official Mordheim release minis. No, good oh, Lord. Excellent. Why would I ever? <laughs> so, just check it. Well, you know what? You say so, that, but there's going to be someone listening to this and goes, I only use the Mordheim officials. Bleh. Well, those so, can't be bought anymore unless. Yeah, yeah sells that's where I was a little worried about but, entry. But I no. think that, you know, like you have this band, right? And you just kind of write down, hey, this person has a gun or this person has a spell. You don't have to have the mini that exactly matches every little item that they have on their sheet. Cause you say, no. Hey, on the sheet, they've got this thing and you're fine. Yeah. And what I do personally is I buy, you know, I buy the games workshop for like my regular dudes. You have in your war band, you've got your spellcaster, you've got your boss, and then you've got a bunch of henchmen and you've mm-hmm. got a bunch of regular fighters, my fighters and my henchmen. I'll just buy a pack of whatever, you know, orcs from Games Workshop for 15 bucks. And then I will go and get myself, you know, um, like a Bones figure mini for my boss or I'll get, you know, because this is fantasy, you can find elves from like 10 different companies. You can find orcs from 10 different companies. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't need... Ratmen from from Reaper minis or whatever. Reaper minis, every... Of course, right now, my um, my Undead Warband, which is my favorite, is a box of Games Workshop skeletons. Sure. But a pewter D&D model vampire riding a skeleton horse that I modded. Yes. And uh, Reaper mini bones... A skeleton necromancer. Okay, yeah. See, I I am in. Like, that is the right way. Yeah. Because it's like, look, this game is free now. Let's just go get some minis and, like, let's just make what's your total all in on that? Like, 30 bucks, maybe? And And you've got everything you need to field a, a force and have some fun. And you probably have... A couple of different war bands. So if a friend says, oh, I've never played before, you're like, cool, here's my Skaven war band or here's my whatever war yeah. band. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. See, th- I just love that. Do, this is so fun. Do you use the blue green stuff to modify your guys? I I do sometimes, yes. but more often than not. What is the blue I green just, stuff? Just for so the folks the blue, that never. It's, so it's literally like a little putty that you can mold it's green which is why everybody calls it green stuff Mm. um but you you can mold it i am i i cannot i'm so embarrassing to myself right now because i am making hand gestures that you can (laughs) i am i am like trying to describe to you with hand gestures but you can you can like create you know a weapon or an arm or you know whatever it's really helpful it gets really hard like you mix the two sides together and and then you make like what you want with it like a little sword or a little gun 
and then gotcha. it dries and then you can just paint exactly. it. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, okay. It's really helpful with some of these races that have in, in Mordheim and, and Warhammer fantasy, there are a couple of races in particular that can like get mutations as a Ooh, level up. That's so cool. they can get an extra See, arm awesome. or they yeah. can get a tail that they can use oh, as a third weapon. Yeah. So you, you can, can just make one. You can just make one, which I will sometimes do. But what I like to do is because my minis break a lot because I'm a trash goblin who doesn't keep them well. <laughs> oh, you mean so, you don't have like the special uh, $400 foam impact case that's like bulletproof? I don't know. Whenever I go to like the conventions, there's this one person that's selling like really expensive. Yeah, this yeah. really expensive army movement stuff. Army and it's carrier. like, yeah. you go and look at it and it's like $600 for the smallest box. It's like, who does this? I don't get it. So that's not your way. That's not my way. So, so here's the thing. If you, if you play Warhammer 40 K and, or, or Warhammer, Warhammer fantasy, and you have, you know, 500 of these dudes that you've spent your life's savings on and that you've spent (laughs) so much time and energy painting and caring for, totally get it. I think that you're doing the right thing by protecting them for your own sanity and for your well-being. Me, I got... A box full of broken dudes. And I love them. <laughs> I love them as much as I... This reminds me of I, playing with my Star Wars I, toys I, when I, I was I, little. I, I feel like this is the episode quote. I have a box full of broken dudes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I think it, descri- it, it goes with the game Yeah, as well. And, you know, for so, me, so, so, so like... You can I have just a, look in the box and be like, oh, there's a spare arm. I'll glue that onto this guy. And that's his exactly. new... Exactly. <laughs> yes. I find that all Kit the time. Bashing. I have a goblin right now who lost an arm tragically, right? Sure. And in one of my skirmishes, I had a goblin who uh, suffered permanent injury. So I just kind of modded that goblin. Now he has, I'll take a picture and send it to you later, but he has his uh, crossbow in his mouth. Yes. So he like, so he no longer has an arm. So his crossbow is just glued into his mouth. So I do stuff like that. You know, I, I, I make it work and I pretend that it's intentional, but really I'm just messy. So I think your friends just want to see what army you field sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I see again, this game allows you some creative freedom, some flexibility that like your standard Warhammer or 40 K would just never allow. Yeah, because you don't have time because you've right. got eight hours that you've got to, you don't have time to be creative. In Mordheim, you play, you play for an hour to an hour and a half. That's mm. the gameplay time, just by the way. So that's shorter than most D&D sessions. So you've oh, got yeah. time to, Board game size. to, to add your own story elements if you want to. If you want to add a small role play element to it. There's Ooh. room for it. Ooh. And I do that sometimes, you know, I'll shit talk from the perspective of my characters. <laughs> and, and, and I, I think that that's totally doable. Like, what about like negotiation at the table? Like, like, well, well my, my good Orkless buddy, um, if you don't capture my hero, I'll leave, I'll leave some men behind for you to. Oh, do I will, will absolutely do that. So, so, <laughs> yes. so there's an element to the game where the, the, ultimate goal is to 
capture as much wordstone as possible. Mm. But there can be other objectives. Wordstone is like the valuable, naturally occurring, like magical rock. It's the unobtainium, you know, it's the, it's the, you know, it's the MacGuffin rock in the game. It's a, it's a natural resource in Mm. the Warhammer fantasy world. And there are shards of it that are left behind by these wars. And so your war bands are skipping through the universe, trying to pick them up. Mm -hmm. So... So that's like the ultimate goal because it's worth a ton of money and that gets you resources and can buy you new men. You can also get heroes for hire is a thing in Mordheim, just oh, by the way. Like some you mercenaries. Can, you can hire a troll or like a witch hunter or like a gunslinger or something to come join your, your Ooh, war band. For, like yeah, you can uh, hire one of these people to come and join you for one skirmish. For I was going like to ask, is it a rate. one-time thing or do they join your forces permanently? It's a one-time thing. It's a one-time hire fee. And then if you want that one to stay, you can pay a smaller rate. But if they get injured, they won't come back and you have to pay like a new <laughs> one to come on board. You know, so yeah, there's a, yeah. yeah, there's not an infinite <laughs> pool of trolls. It's like, look, there's maybe three in this area and you, you get right. the one. <laughs> the other two found out that you keep hurting him. So he doesn't, none of the other the two show up. The troll is so great. He vomits on his enemies. <laughs> That's oh, his move. Yes. It's so great. Oh yes. God, it's just brilliant. See, okay. I'm already getting the idea that this game allows for someone to have a very different play style. Each player, each army is going to be completely different than the others. So it's like when you show up to skirmish at a Mordheim night with a bunch of other Mordheim players, it's like, oh, what are you going to run into? It's the sky's the limit. There's going to be lots of different ways of approaching combat. Yeah. And some people have a lot of strategy and mm. some people just... Just go on in there and start <laughs> lighting everything on lighting fire. Lighting everything on fire. This and is that my kind of game. Is what I do. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> yes. Did all ten of my skeletons die? But skeletons cost five dollars to buy back. So who cares? <laughs> yes. yes, I will throw them at you. Yes. <laughs> so they there's there's different you know strategies and each war band of course has their own things you know like skeletons uh, all the undead are really cheap but really fragile skaven you get to have more members of your party because they're all smaller oh and do, uh, do like so, a pestilence thing or something because they're like rats and they carry pestilence with them yeah, or something yeah. like that all right well let me you know what let me separately just say skaven are broken and there is no <laughs> way there is no way to reasonably beat them unless you get your opponent drunk there is no <laughs> it's skaven I just, I straight up just won't play against Skaven because it doesn't even make sense. They're so broken. And then they can have a rat ogre. It's an ogre, but it's a rat. (laughs) So it's like all the rats, all the terrible parts about ogres and all the terrible parts about Skaven all in one thing. All in one. And that's not even their hired sword. That's not even their final final form. That's just on the way. No, that's just like what they get as standard with their (laughs) teeth. It's like so insane. Skaven are broken in every part of the Warhammer universe oh whatsoever. I believe Even it. in the I video it. game. I believe it's it. It's just so stupid. I but, believe it. But other than that, everybody has their own drawbacks, their own benefits individually. Uh, some warbands, there's like 
a, a higher hill to climb to beat. You know, if you're if you're witch hunters versus witches, obviously it's a pretty evenly matched fight. You're right. You're like made to go against each other. Oh, so the different matchups are very different because like yeah. orcs versus witches versus whatever uh, undead is all going to be a very different uh, approach. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. And then there's also like religious versus like demonic. Ooh. It's good versus evil, but really that's what it boils down to. It's like the the holy war bands versus those the chaos that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when they fight each other, they have uh, a lot more heat. Um, <laughs> they, and by that, I mean, it is sexual. So I it's just uh, they're like uh, always, always on the cusp of just making out. But until then, they're at each other's throats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, OK, so there's uh, I, I'm I'm in love with this whole notion of of the game and all that kind of stuff. But if you've been playing for a long time and your folks are really like advanced and I'm showing up with a brand new warband, should we just not play against each other? Or is there a way to like balance it so that even though you have highly experienced people and I'm got a new fresh warband that it's going to be okay. Good yeah, yeah. I mean, is that's it, is a it, great question. Is it lambs to the slaughter here or, or what? Obviously, obviously <laughs> do not put a, you know, level nothing brand new warband against a warband that's played six skirmishes already and mm, has leveled up. Okay. No, you don't want to do that. But what I will say is that it takes approximately, mm, I'm going to say eight minutes to stat out a warband. It that's t- you know, pretty it's, good. Wow. The, the stats are already pre-made. Oh. So you already know when you look at the uh, warband creator, your starting stats are already listed for each member of your party. All you have to do is decide what spell your spellcaster is going to get. Uh-huh. Oh, that's not much. And end of list. So Wow. Uh, wow. So okay. So really, you know, I... there's no reason to, to not play with someone just because they're not at the same level as your oh, warband. That Just is so cool. get a separate sheet of paper and put your warband back to zero in about 30 seconds. And, oh, that is awesome. Cause I was, I was, out. I was worried you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, you, you go and find an old program called army builder and then you load <sighs> this thing and then you build your, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I was I like, Oh, that'd be awful. But uh, this sounds really easy. Yeah, it is like, so, so I run these gaming events and like for most RPGs, if a DM or GM for these games does not bring pre-generated character sheets, it is just a nightmare. Oh yeah. But for this game, I will say it is 100% not the case. You can roll one up in almost no time at all because they're really, well, you're not even rolling anything up. It's just copy and paste. It's just pick who you want. Once you get into it, it takes more thought because then you're wondering, am I going to spend more money to hire new henchmen or am I going to pool my resources and buy a big fancy weapon for my boss? Or am I going to hire a sword? Am I going to, you know, like, so, so as you level more complicated decision-making has to be done, outfitting your guys with armor and stuff like that. But everybody starts with daggers or you know, simple weapons, every and it's all pre-written in their starting stats. So there's no real thought besides picking who you want. That's awesome. I like that. I like that quite yeah. a bit. 
And 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 then okay, I want to get back to the role play element because ah. like that's my like I I love role playing in board games, which I think most people who play board games are like, what? I don't. That's not me. But like as a role player, it's like, ah, let's toss a little spice into this. You know, like, I am literally unable. I have learned this. I'm unable to play any sort of board game without role-playing i can't do it she like has a whole backstory for her train yes i don't (laughs) think it i just like sit down yes no it's okay so so what was i playing well munchkin is the word you try to sit me down to play munchkin it's it's it's, you know i'm very attached but i was playing um harry potter clue at yes. the last ga- game, it's just glue. It's just glue with a thin skin of Harry Potter over. No, glue. no. Hey, wait. Oh, is it ad- not? There are additional rules, oh. and also Ooh. the board moves like Ooh. Hogwarts. Yes. So every turn, you spin a wheel, and the rooms shift and change, and the doors close. So ah. you can. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. Totally okay. 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 Separate episode. Let's Separate bust into yes. But I know. I'm so sorry. But anyway, so so that's the thing that I do is I I instantly want to feel more connected to the game, and so my brain does that by connecting with whatever characters I can invent. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You were talking about role playing in the Clue game. Yeah, I did that because I was playing Ron Weasley, and I felt very. First of all, it was conflicting because I have a crush on Ron Weasley, but I, uh, but I also, (laughs) but I I really feel (laughs) like I inhabited him in that, in that game. Ron, Ron feels, feels okay with this, I think. Yeah. Well, the, the person who had died was Ginny. So obviously I was very distraught. Uh, so. Oh, it was very emotional. I'm just, just thinking about it. Just going back to that. Following her around to protect her. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love. Okay. Yeah. So, so I love the idea of, of sprinkling in a little bit of role play with my board game. So when you're in Mordheim, what are some of the like ways that you're allowed to do that or, or that you have forged a path? Cause I feel like you are forging the path there to add role playing into Mordheim. It's that there's no, there's no barrier to it really Neat. because you know the games are so small that there's so so much time for you to shoot the shit uh in between and also a lot of time occurs where because of the the steps for each turn it's a turn-based game so mm. there's like a high uh there's a an order in which things go spell casting oh yeah uh, range close combat line of sight uh, right you have to exactly can, right, your, right. can your guy even see blocked. the other right thing? so there's yeah, so yeah. there's an order to things so as this order's going on there's a lot of time where you're chatting and talking and that can very easily be devoted to um kind of a character thing obviously you're not role-playing as the characters within your own warband with each other however when Mm. you're up against your opponent it's very easy to add elements of bargaining Mm -hmm. or taunting Mm -hmm. to this especially if and you mentioned in this before kind of bartering for things or trying to weasel your way out of a situation that's totally doable. Yeah. And you can do this sort of 
there are board games that allow this too, where if it's a competitive board game, even Monopoly will allow this. Like going back to the the the, the worst game in all of history, but uh, <laughs> you so in between, even though it's an every man for himself game to buy yourself some advantage or to trade advantages, uh, to strategize, to you could say, teams. say, say that the, the mission of this skirmish, one of the possible miss- missions is that there is a, the daughter of like a royal person somewhere like lost trapped in this Uh, deteriorating building the the damsel in distress mission (laughs) you guys you guys are fighting over who gets to take her and get the bounty for returning her yeah Yeah, it's a race okay but in the meanwhile you find six shards of wordstone worth (sighs) the money that you need because you're three man down from the last one and you need to buy back all of that uh, you know, armor, manpower, all of that. So maybe to you, you're willing to let go of the bounty on this girl to stop more of your men from dying <laughs> and collect some wordstone and at least walk away with some money. So you may decide that you'll say, hey, back off and we will stop pursuing that damsel in distress. We all I just like walk that. over here. We'll collect our word stuff, <laughs> yeah. be on our way. Yeah. We'll walk out. And if you do that in a role play kind of fashion, it's uh, it suddenly becomes, you, one, you become attached to those characters a little bit more. You become mm-hmm. more invested. So do they. It it's It's, I don't know, I think it's pretty... Easy to kind of lean into that a little bit. I, I think that's great because I, I agree. Like if I were... Uh, a part of a war band and we were trying to just eke out a survival in this like hellscape that is the Warhammer universe. And I ran into another war band that was trying to do the same thing. It's like, Hey, I get that there's this like thing we're both trying to do. How about <laughs> we come to an yeah. accord and it's okay. And I love that idea. I love the idea of just, of just sprinkling in a little bit of deal making a little bit of trash talk, a little bit of, a little bit of extra flavor that goes beyond just, well, mechanically, I'm going to sit here and shoot my crossbow and you're going to take two damage or whatever the thing is. Yeah, and, I would right. just end up bargaining every game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if I could, I would absolutely or or just try and like do a charm offensive, you know, see if I can just get them to go a little easier on me <laughs> just by being really nice. <laughs> the my charm is mostly offensive, but yes. I <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know there's lots of <laughs> there's lots of there's lots of ways to to make it happen so say so you know there's one element where if if your leader gets killed in yeah. a skirmish like you your do. your party your warband automatically has to roll to see if they're brave enough to even stick it out. Oh, yeah. So the, the morale breaks yeah. that are famous in Warhammer. Okay, yeah. So they're in yeah. Mordheim, too. So if you if you don't want your party to totally give up, but somebody's about to off your boss, mm. that's a perfect time where you can inject a little role play and inject a little bit of uh, a character element uh bargain you know if you want to and if the person you're playing with is down on that kind of style of play like the thing is the thing is and this is how i feel this game 
until they release a new version of this game. It is a dead game. It is free to for us to use to our liking. <laughs> yeah. We they they don't get a say anymore. That's right. That's <laughs> right. They, they, oh so. yeah, there's like um, <laughs> rules that have come out post their drop that yeah. people have expanded the universe. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, there's a small but 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 very desperate <laughs> very group of dedicated. people yeah. who all really want this game to to be beloved by people and it's it just jars my mind that it's not because I think there are a lot of people who love um combat especially mm. you know there are even people I played D&D with where I can tell that they'd really rather be playing a a skirmish game a war game of some kind you know yeah. when they're bored during the role play scenes when they're bored yeah. during shopping scenes and they really just want to get to the next combat and they just you know i i you could tell that a lot of people really want more combat more mm. combat driven games in those and strategy um and uh and this game is it's 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 right there it's just hidden it's yeah, a secret it's a little right hidden now. gem yeah and yeah. i so i want to say there's some really nice like real world example of that spare my leader moment yeah uh cuz like back in medieval times when knights would fight one another someone would get the drop on like a really important knight that is worth a lot of money or not worth a lot of money but they are a very important person they would hold them as hostage on the battlefield and and get ransom for moment. them yeah right there on the spot and so like yeah. there's absolutely this really cool example of that in our own history and you can just say hey i'm gonna i want to parlay for my guy's life real quick and i have some some uh wordstone that i want to throw your way or whatever uh yeah. in, in order for you to not do this oh you need oh. experience okay here have a have a sacrifice <laughs> so yeah. i can so you get the experience but i get to uh live <laughs> yeah exactly and that that can totally happen. By the way, I want to I say I I don't want you guys to be um, to be shamed for my choices. Uh, so I need to clarify that I know that some people think it's pronounced weird stone. I refuse to say that. So <laughs> I so if you guys oh, are saying w- it because y- that's how. R-D. Yeah, I also will not pronounce it wyverns. I don't think it's pronounced that way. Wyverns, Weirdstone, that's how I say it. How yeah. do you and say so, the uh, picture format GIF? <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just is, open all those cans of worms. Yeah, yeah. It is a yeah. GIF. It stands oh, for graphic. Yes. 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 It is the yes. G in graphics. Yes. If you pronounce if you pronounce graphics, graphics, then you're allowed to say GIF. Uh, How about it, Rich? Are you a graphics guy? The guy who made the word up said it's GIF. He's wrong. Yeah, he's totally wrong. First of all, who asked him? I'm going to go right um, mad. I, I love this. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that air cover folks. If you don't like the way certain words are pronounced, we totally understand. And also it is my fault. You can (laughs) at me directly. And you know, this really, for anybody that's ever played the Lord of the Rings game from games workshop, which, which we did, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. 
this sounds like it has so much more to it. The Lord of the Rings game was great because you had, you know, a battle system and they were skirmishes, but you just played your, you played the scenario and you played the people the way they were. There was no leveling oh, up. Yeah. There was no yeah. expanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah see, this that's sounds what I like love. It, has, it has much more retention value. Yeah. And you get yeah. attached to the little leaders and yeah. the henchmen and you start to name them and then, pff, then you're lost. Your heart is given over to them completely. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's a big thing for me is as soon as I play one skirmish and level my dudes once, ah, that's it. They're my children. I love them. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, they raid trash compactors for a living and uh, I support them. <laughs> and that's, I'm proud of what they've accomplished. And they've pulled some great trash out of those compactors and, exactly. and by golly, we're proud of them. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, I go to rallies for wizards who uh, can only cast one spell. And I say, hey, you know, don't discriminate against wizards who can only cast one spell. That's my son. Uh, <laughs> I, she has little pictures you know, up I on the wall. This is, this is like, this is like um, the magic user in basic D&D. &D. You get the one <laughs> spell and, and mama loves you for that one spell. And, and I love you for that spell. I'm so proud. You must have read one whole book. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Because you only have one eye, and so that book must limited have been very education to possibilities read. out there in it's the waste. It's the apocalypse. You read a book yeah. during the apocalypse. I'm proud of you. It's amazing. That's yeah. incredible. And I, you know, uh, it's you also. You know, my other son it happens to be a, a lady who uses a crossbow uh, with one arm. And honestly, I've never been more proud <laughs> with her teeth her in my life. Yeah. <laughs> She does that on horseback, by the way. I shouldn't, I, it's, it's horseback, but it's actually, she's on a squig. So, <laughs> but still that's awesome. extremely impressive. Yeah. I love it. See, yeah. I think that's one of the fun things is like, as they get maimed, a lot of people, when, when they feel setbacks in games, and this is something that I love about games like Mordheim and Traveler and other games that teach you to roll with it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. when when there's a setback, a lot of players are like, ah, oh, ah, oh, my thing. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, no, 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 no. This is fun now because now you have a one armed crossbow lady <laughs> who's yeah. doing amazing things. And you're so proud of her. I have a feeling getting a chance to play this with Diana is is, is a hoot. I don't think a lot of groups play as awesome as you guys do, it sounds like. Yeah, do you run Mordheim at some of the conventions up in the tri-state area? So, yes, I didn't at first. And then when I was hosting my first uh, convention, once I took over the gaming track for this convention, mm. somebody, I heard somebody just like, like mumble it under their breath <laughs> like two aisles away and i was like just a like, secret to themselves I was in the middle of a game of pathfinder i was speaking in character and heard this two aisles away i was like whoa 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 excuse me did you just say mordheim did you speak the words did you light the black flamed candle yes i you know so I I heard that and discovered that there were some people who had played it when it was, you know, officially released mm -hmm. 
and that when it was discontinued, kind of lost interest. And I was like, hey, 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 do you know what's awesome about books that have been published is that when they stop printing them, they don't disappear. <laughs> we can keep playing. This, this is this, Rich, this is your mantra. This you is. St- yeah. This is like basic D&D land. This really yeah. is. You got a love for it and you just keep doing it. And other yeah. people join you because it's just fun. Yeah. That's what I say when people get mad if they don't like fifth edition, which I love fifth edition. But if yeah. people don't like it, I'm just like, you know, the old, the other ones are still there. Like right. we don't have to, like we can still play them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't have to make it a big old negative thing. We can just also have fun playing other games too. Like yeah. second edition <laughs> still, or third edition or whatever we want. They're still here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have a growing, slowly growing group of new fans to the game, which I love. And I'm just really hoping because these rumors about it potentially being released. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Okay. So how do people get a hold of you? How do people find the conventions that you're involved in your game? Like how how could people connect with you on all these cool passion projects that you've got? Yes. So uh, the number one place uh, where you can find everything that I'm doing is femnpc.com. F-E-M-N-P-C.com. Mm-hmm. It stands for Fem Nerd Production Creators. And it is a, a conglomerate of all of the women and otherwise femme identified people who are creating nerd podcasts, streams, shows, series whatever what have you they're all listed there awesome and on the front page you'll see all the things that i'm involved in as well as my co-host avalon and from there you'll see i'm involved with the femsplain podcast that's me and avalon together who we uh, a little bit about our podcast is just that we're both super nerds but in very different ways and we kind of introduce each other to our hobbies week by week. That's cool. So you can you can catch us there. Uh, Cogs, like I mentioned earlier, is the steampunk convention. And that's when you you run the games at Cogs. I run the gaming track, so I have a nice. group of lovely GMs that GM for me new ones all the time. We've been sponsored by Wormwood. We have very cool. Raised nice. money for Boys and Girls Club of America. Our gaming track does most of our philanthropy. It just is just a wonderful, wonderful group of people. COGS itself is an amazing event. We had just this last May, our second year, and we had, we have a really amazing story, but we had, in our second year, we had a thousand attendees. We had nice. massive- For year two, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, massive concert. We had a big full gaming track with just amazing vendors, amazing people, cosplay creators, uh, panels about uh, incredible things. Um, I'll be at PAX Unplugged. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it, to, I think, because we'll be moving into that tri-state <sighs> yeah. area. And I'm really excited to try out PAX, PAX Unplugged. And it's so cool that like I'll actually know somebody there. Yes, you will. And I think a couple of the shelfies might make it out that way too. So it'd be kind of cool yeah. to like introduce you to some more of the folks that are going to hear this show. I would and play love more that time. so much. And play yes. more time. Yeah. Yeah. We can. We literally can do that. I'm bringing all my minis. To Arr, you. You can see all yes. the broken minis. And then, uh, so Cogs, Fem NPC, Fem Splained. Then there's Adventures Wanted. So if you're in the New York 
New York City area. Mm. That is specifically me. That is my, I do professional jamming, usually for uh, the younger folk. So if your kids are trying to get into D&D or um, another role-playing game, I also do um, Power Outage, which is an RPG that's specifically designed for children and teenagers. Oh, cool. Uh, So um, I do that. And I also run now new, brand new thing happening. I run a monthly queer D&D ongoing come as you can campaign. Ooh, like uh, a, so, like West Marches style where like you drop in, drop out type of thing. Exactly. Awesome. So, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. So yeah, lots of stuff, but really you can find me on Twitter at Super Dylan or on at FemNPC and I'll just tell you whatever you want. Ah, oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. We're going to link to all those things folks down below, but I just, you are incredibly prolific in the game. Like you are always busy and all it's clear, there. like you have a lot going on and that is I'm awesome. So tired. <laughs> You're like, and I'm going to go pass out. Diana, it has been wonderful having you on. I'm so glad you just popped on and said, I want to talk about Mordheim. It's like, yes, let's talk about Mordheim. This is like the closest I'll ever get to talking about a war game. And Mordheim, it was it was something that passed me by. Again, I played Necromunda, which is similar, but Mordheim is such a cool gem. And I'm so glad you could jump on here and, and share it with us and, and talk to us about it. I'm really excited about it, thank and now you. I want to play. So thank you for for letting me just yabber at you. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to download the PC game on my PS4 now. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, it's so good. I've got the rules, man. Like, I want to drop the 15 bucks and get some, you know, orcs or whatever, and just and just make this thing happen because it can't be that tough. Like, it's just going to be easy peasy, as far as I'm it, concerned. It is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it really is. That's it's awesome. so easy. That's awesome. That's so cool. Folks, we do have one quick announcement for you all before we let you go. Obviously, I'll be at PAX Unplugged, which is super great. We are also sponsoring the RPG section for PAX South down in San Antonio. Come play with me. Yep, Rich, you're going to be there. GMing. Zorn. I'm sorry, DMing. That's right. You're a DM. (laughs) Zorn will be there. He is the one actually orchestrating all of this stuff down in PAX South. So go to PAX South and play in the RPG zone with Scott and rich and i will kill your character he will try and it'll be fun and you'll still prevail just remember to climb climb oh, folks okay <laughs> did you did you i hope you all heard that 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 threat and feel yes call to arms yes yes you must rise up against your dm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then thwart him well everyone who's been listening thinks a ton as always have fun and play well may all your roles be crits Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, David Gillespie, with music provided by Taylor Guillory. Our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. And if you like our style, please leave a review for us on iTunes. It's the best way to help people find us. Most importantly, though, feel welcome to connect with us on Twitter, our Facebook group, Discord server, our Friday night Twitch streams, and our website, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. We really look forward to talking and playing games with you. Thank you.